What's going on, Bronye West? It's your boy Jerry, the TR expert, Washington. Uh, that was a silly one, but uh, I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> I'm here hanging out here at General Fitness Company. It's the middle of the day. Uh, just uh, finished off training a couple clients, or quite a few clients actually today. Uh, Fridays have been a little busier uh, lately. It's the beginning of the year, so I've had to throw in a couple extra clients in on Fridays, and I got a couple extra ones on Saturdays. So that's cool, uh, but that means that I have to do things a lot more expediently. Yeah, <laughs> I can't really uh, goof around and think about stuff as much so in a way that's good but in a way it's not good it's good because I just don't think about it and I get it out there and I don't really question myself it's not so good because sometimes I feel like oh I could have did that a little bit better <laughs> so uh, in light of that I actually want to talk today about self-sabotage yep so today we're gonna be talking about that because uh, you know this is that time of year where a lot of people are feeling like hey man <laughs> I'm not doing what I need to do I miss out on my fitness goals or maybe I'm not talking to my uh, significant other the way I want to or not dealing with this in my significant other in the way I want to or maybe my job is not going the way I want it to because of some things that I'm doing anyways most people probably wouldn't say things I'm doing most people would say things my boss is doing or things my coworker is doing so we're going to address that today and how we can uh, uh, get that self-sabotage cycle complete finish that and get into uh, progress moving forward instead of circling around and doing the same thing over and over again and ending up with the same results. So without further ado, let's go and get this episode underway. Season 10, episodes 12. And <laughs> it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> We're going to call this episode Anti-Hero. Let's go. You know, it's funny. We all want control. Weather, plagues, other people, even God in heaven itself. And unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, we have very little, if any, power over anything other than ourselves. So listen, I mean, I want to talk about this today because, you know, last week we kind of talked about the tactics. We talked about setting up a good workout program, what you can do to make that happen. Now I want to finish off this week talking about what happens when we self-sabotage. So first and foremost, like I was saying before, a lot of people think they have control. They think they can have control over everything, but they literally only have control over their own thoughts and actions. So that being said, when you find that you are having these issues of self-sabotage, the first thing you need to do is to look at the patterns that you see. What patterns in your life that are, being, are affecting, say, your health or your job or your relationships like what are you doing what are you doing like to uh, 
damage your health. Well, are you eating too much? Are you not eating enough? Because that's also a thing. It's not necessarily anorexia, but like if you're trying to lose weight, uh, newsflash, you probably might need to eat more food, especially if you're working out. You might have issues with your job. Maybe you have a problem with your boss. You know, maybe it's a personal problem with your boss, the way maybe, uh, you know, obviously everybody will say their boss treats them some type of way, but how are you taking that treatment, right? How are you internalizing that? Uh, relationships, like what in your relationship are you doing to self-sabotage? Are you uh, negatively viewing your partner whenever they say something that uh, you don't like? You know, are you uh, not communicating in a way that's effective? Are you... Um, you know, just doing things that you know are going to piss your partner off, but at the same time, you just say, I'm going to do what I want to do. What are the patterns that you see? When you find those patterns, when you actually take some time to look into those patterns, the next step, obviously, is to make a note of those patterns and find out how you respond. And that kind of brings us to the next point. Uh, When you respond, you got to think about how you are setting your intentions, right? So essentially what I'm saying here is that you have your response, right? How are you normally responding? The next step here is from responding to your patterns, you got to, like I said, set your intentions. So you have your response, right? You have your normal uh, patterns, you have your normal response, and now you want to look at what you want to do as a response, okay? So first, as I said, you have the pattern, you make a note of the pattern, then you see how you've been responding, right? That's essentially the note of the, the, the pattern. How are you responding to these particular issues? And how do you want to respond, right? So set your intention. And this is something that you got to do in the morning. This is what I do in the morning every single day. It's not positive thinking. It's not what I want to do in life. It's setting a positive intention for myself, right? So it's different. A lot of people think about like, Oh, I want this and that and the other thing from my life. And that's great, you know, you should want things from your life. But at the same time, you also have to want something from yourself, right? So that's the missing link that a lot of people overlook. You know, they look at life and they say, well, I want this and I want that. And if this, this needs to happen so I can get this and X, Y, and Z, right? But at the end of the day, you can't control those things. As I said before, you can only control yourself. So the key here is, this is what I do this and why I do this in the morning, is to have my intention, have an intention of clarity, an intention of love, an intention of understanding and empathy. And that's the intention that I want to have. I can't control everything else. These things are going to come. But... If these things come and I have my intention set that I have that reminder that I gave myself in the morning, this is how I'm going to react, this is how I'm going to respond, this is what I'm going to do to make my life a little bit easier and not be uh, something that I'm going to look back on and say, oh, I sabotaged myself with that one. Well, then I got to set my intention in the morning. So that's what I do every morning. And it doesn't take long. It takes me like three minutes at the most, never longer than uh, five minutes. So... At the end of the day, I've told this to a lot of people and they say, oh, I fall asleep. And then this is not like meditation. It's not like yoga or anything like that. It's not something that's supposed to put you in sleep. It's supposed to be something that's going to be quick. And as you're getting out of bed, you don't even have to sleep. You don't have to lay there. You know, you could just be like while you're doing the thing that you're doing, you know. I mean, obviously, that's not mindfulness. But as you're getting up and moving around and doing those things that are, you know, you got to get ready for maybe brushing your teeth or whatnot. Uh, you can think about like how you're going to set your intention for the day. So 
By doing that, when you set your intention, you also look at those patterns that are creating those energy blocks, right? Now, I don't want to get too woo-woo because I know energy blocks are like one of those trigger words for a lot of people like, ah, energy blocks, what are you talking about energy? Uh, But you do got to think about like, if you have these patterns that are arising, you got to find what the underlying cause is, right? So those energy blocks are the inner underlying cause, whether it be like something related to uh, uh, a previous interaction with someone, maybe a family member, or maybe a, a, a close friend or something like that, or something that just happened to you when you weren't expecting it. They're, those create like these defense mechanisms, these energy blocks. Some people call them traumas or whatnot. But whatever those energy blocks are, you have to identify them and then move past them, get through them. And then that's a lot of times where everybody stops. You know, <laughs> you get to that energy block and they're like, I can't, I can't unblock this. And it does take some time. That is like the big thing right there. That is the thing that takes time. It's like literally working out, you know, it's like working out. You're not going to get the results uh, tomorrow. But, you know, if you keep working little by little, like I just talked about in the last episode, uh, the little things, if you keep working on those little things uh, day by day, eventually those energy blocks will clear up. So. The key into uh, getting rid of those energy blocks is actually giving yourself uh, forgiveness and forgiveness to others, right? Because uh, that's kind of the key to empathy, you know, not only uh, empathizing with other people's uh, situations and understanding that like maybe uh, they were in a certain place when they said that or they just were doing the best they can. You also got to think about yourself in the same way, you know, you aren't that person, you are a different person, you're a different person every single minute of the day. So that person that made the decision 20 minutes ago to eat a hoagie isn't the same person now because the same person now has a has a hoagie that they ate 20 minutes ago. So you're not that same person if you even think about it that way. So you got to forgive yourself and forgive others. So that means that like you're going to forgive yourself if you end up backtracking, right? And that, that kind of gives the reason to my next point here is that to escape that backtracking circular uh, situation, then you want to educate yourself, you know, read books, talk to maybe counselors, you know, maybe, maybe seek some counseling. That's deep level stuff right there. But, you know, talk to some professionals that might be able to help you in understanding like what is what it is that you need to forgive yourself for. And again, to help you clear up those energy blocks, you know, and um, if you don't do that, I mean, if you if you end up still backtracking, which happens, you're human, uh, you have to have some kind of way to uh, have a contingency plan, right? And that was like, what essentially, what will you do if you mess up? And most of the time, I have uh, some people that are really close friends of mine that I just confide in. You know, you have to have somebody that you can confide in. If it's not a friend or a family member that you trust, then obviously, again, you can get, get professionals uh, that can help you out. And obviously, a professional is going to be uh, a better in a lot of senses because they're professionals. They're not just going to listen to you and say, hmm, child, that sucks. You know, <laughs> they're going to give you some real advice and maybe give you some tips and some tools and maybe even uh, help you start your journey by building a pathway for you to begin. So uh, last but not least in this re-education or this reassembling of our self-sabotage uh, cycle is to reinforce your efforts, you know, and that's essentially you got to reward yourself. If you under, if you know those patterns that you have and you see that you're starting to change you got to reward yourself it's the same when it with fitness like if you're working out 
I'm not saying have a pizza party every time you do a full week of workouts, but do something that you know is maybe relatively healthy and reward yourself with that, you know? Like, do you reward yourself for sticking to it. Not necessarily reward yourself for working out, but reward yourself for sticking to something that you said that you were going to stick to, you know? Uh, because it's easy to set up a game plan. It's easy to have a blueprint set out in front of you, uh, but it's hard to actually execute on that, you know? So if... I think it's important for all of us when you do something that you know is going to improve your life and it may be something that's not exactly the easiest thing, then you have to reward yourself in some way that's not going to help, that's not going to contribute to you backsliding. So, yeah, that is uh, what I wanted to talk about today. I just want to talk about self-sabotage. I have to say that when I first moved out here to Philadelphia, I had some issues with self-sabotage. I don't know what it was. Uh, well, actually, I do know what it was. I had to, you know, I had to seek some, uh, some people to talk to. I had some professional help myself, saw some counselors, and we dug down to the depths of it. And essentially, it was the fact that I was uh, feeling some type of imposter syndrome for coming out here and literally having nothing to my name. I literally had nothing to my name. And I felt like, uh, even though I was, you know, kind of winning, I felt like I didn't deserve that to win. Right. So that happens to people. Right. I mean, I've done a lot of stuff and I've won a lot of stuff, but still at times, like I do things and I'm like, wow, this doesn't, I don't deserve this. And it shouldn't be that way. And how I fix that personally is that I started to reward myself for those actions that I did that helped contribute to my, uh, to my progress. You know, those things that were not, uh, helping me, I would try to curtail them. And then from there, I would, when I did curtail them after a week, every week, I reward myself. Just like little things, nothing really special. Uh, one day I remember uh, me and my friend went out for ice cream <laughs> and, you know, nothing crazy, but just something that made me feel uh, good about what I was doing. So I encourage you to try that yourself. If you feel like you're in the midst of uh, self-sabotage, like really take a look at your life. I mean, it's so important. And a lot of people just don't they don't want to look at it. And I understand because sometimes it's a little scary to look at because when you look at it, then you actually do take that first step into taking responsibility for your own life and for your own actions. And that's not the easiest thing they would do. So anybody that is actually going through with that process, I can, I congratulate you. I commend you because <laughs> it's not easy. You know, a lot of us are walking around blaming other people and that's super easy, you know, cause it's easy to blame other people for stuff that they've done or stuff that you feel that is uh, in hindering you. But at the end of the day, you can always make different moves, you know, like people can hinder you, but you can always make different moves and you're going to score more points eventually at the end of the game. So that does it for the day. I do appreciate you listening. That actually does it for the week. If you did enjoy this week of episodes, I really would encourage you to share it. You know, you can share it. You know how to do that. There's a button right on the top right hand corner. You can click on that and it says share. That'd be awesome. Obviously you can do it the old school way, tell people about it or do it like, uh, the old school, old school. And, uh, <laughs> well, actually I guess the old, that's not as old school as telling people about it. I was going to say you can, uh, write a handwritten e a letter or even send an email to somebody to say, Hey, Jennifer, this company is the best. But anyways, I, <laughs> either way you do it, I'd appreciate it. Obviously, uh, ratings and reviews, like I've said, before, uh, said in previous episodes really helped me out. So do that for me. And subscribe so you can hear more of these in the future. All right, I'll check you later. Thanks again for listening, and as always, keep good company. Yeah.